Living the Sweet Life is a podcast intended for mature audiences only. We'll be using sexually explicit language while discussing many different adult themes. So if you're under the age of 18, please stop listening. Also, please know that our thoughts and opinions should not be taken as professional advice. We're here to help answer your questions about the swinger lifestyle from newbies to longtime swingers, unicorns, and polytriads. We hope to engage you all and encourage sex-positive discussions. Now that we got that out of the way, make yourself comfortable and join us in living the sweet life. Trist. And he is my wonderful, sexy chocolate husband, Locke. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for the support that you've shown us thus far. We really appreciate you taking the time out to listen to us. Thank you guys for encouraging us and supporting us on episode one. We really do appreciate it. And now we're on to episode two. We're super, super excited. We have a lot of new topics that we want to capture tonight. So let's get into it. So first I want to start off with a little recap. You know, we teased you last, last time with the, um, we had a little date coming up with a lifestyle couple that we've, uh, played with and that have been involved in our lives for about five years now. Something like that. Yeah. Something like that. They're real cool people. Yeah. So yeah. What, where did we go, babe? You think you'd be able to say the word this time? I don't know. I always say it wrong every time. We went to a speakeasy. We went to a speakeasy. Right, right. Uh, Yeah, we had a really good time. And uh, it just turns out that this speakeasy was located about 30, 40 minutes south of where we live. Um, So we already live in the south. And this thing was kind of, you know, a little deeper down in the south. And surprisingly, it was pretty dope. It's pretty dope. They had awesome drinks. They had some really good uh, drinks. And they were uh, Game of Thrones themed. Yes. Yeah, so we're some Game of Thrones nerds, and uh, it turns out those drinks were right on point. Yes, they taste smoky, and it was just awesome. The yeah, drinks were great. <laughs> yeah, they were really, really good. But um, now, while we were down there at this, uh, this, this crazy place that we just happened to find, or that Trist actually happened to find, um, we, we learned a little bit more about that area, babe. Didn't we learn a little something special about that, that particular speakeasy? We did. We did. Well, everyone else learned, but I had already done some research prior to going. They have lingerie parties. Yes. Where you can't take pictures and bring in phones. You can bring in your phone, but you can't take pictures or anything once you're inside. Mm. Sounds like a lifestyle, lifestyle. party. Ooh. Man, and I mean, it just, it's kind of funny how you kind of just gravitate towards the lifestyle at a certain point. You think you're living your life. You think you're just going to a nice little regular bar. Nope. Turns out we're going somewhere where they show titties. Mm-hmm. And then tell us, <laughs> oh, yeah, and you can you can dress up and mm-hmm. we're not going to let people take pictures. Yeah, it sounds um, pretty lifestyle to me. Like, sounds like sounds lifestyle, lifestyle friendly to me. me. So, yeah, we'll definitely be back. We had to find out how to get on the exclusive guest list and uh, 
you know, get on their uh, email chain. I'm like, okay, yeah, we we know about this party. We we yeah, y'all fit the description. So yeah, we'll be back. Absolutely. And, and when we come back, we bring in others. So <laughs> I hope they ready. <laughs> yeah. So everybody be ready. Yeah. I don't know if this particular crowd is ready for what we're gonna bring. What you think? I don't know. They may surprise us. They- it's, it's, it's <laughs> definitely in the south. You don't. I mean, they may surprise us okay. and and be ready to go down there i don't know we will see we roll deep so what was some uh sexy points of that night you remember anything kind of kind of hot about that night i mean it was great to hang out with friends and to be able to do something that um no one has actually been to Mm -hmm. and we had no idea what we was really getting into um but it turned out to be great and we had a good night a good date night yeah, we did. It was really good to connect with these folks and not have any children involved, right? Like the last few times we've kicked it with them, there's been somebody's kid hanging around or woke or, you know, whatever. We didn't have anybody to tend to. It was all grown up time, far, far away from home, drinks, sexy women wearing their uh, their sexy clothes, you know. Uh, dressed up in high heels and revealing cleavage. And it was just, it was dope to be in a spot where you could just let it all hang out again. Yeah. And it was great uh, for me to be able to just dress up and start feeling like Trish again. That's right. That's right. And this is nothing better. Ladies and gentlemen, please believe me when she gets in that mode. uh, It's, it's a sight to see. Uh, So, yeah, I mean, you know, it was dope hanging out with these folks, getting back acquainted. You know, we've seen them in the past. We've seen them recently. But again, like I said, it was, we kind of kicked it on some some parental stuff, you know, just just kicking it or whatever. But this time we got to get a little frisky. We got a little uh, little touchy feely. I saw a little hand action underneath the table. Yeah, maybe a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. OK. I know you had your legs hanging out. You had some uh, nice little little shorts on there. It was a it was a pretty warm night, so I, I could see his hand underneath the table, kind of rubbing your thighs and everything, and then you'd rub on my leg while he's rubbing on your leg. You know, his wife was kind of out of my reach, but it was still pretty hot. Yeah, so um, yeah, it was it was pretty cool to get uh, just kind of shake the rust off a little bit. The night was great. I mean, like I said, it it was it was awesome to kind of get reacquainted. It's like going, you know, to meet an old boyfriend again, you know, mm-hmm. trying to get to re know each other again after a few months have passed or you just haven't been able to really hang out. So it was great. So tonight we're going to be talking about our first, our first year of first. Yeah. I'm pretty excited to talk about this guys. Our first year, we kind of just went ham. We was yeah. 90 miles per hour. We was going. We did. We we definitely went zero to 90 in like two seconds flat. Uh, it's like once this door opened to this this crazy wild world, uh, we just we just had to see everything. We had to consume as many products as we could in the lifestyle just to see what we liked and what we didn't like. We definitely were the consumer. I would call it that. We definitely were your typical consumer. Anything anybody told us about, if it was a party, um, if it was an event, uh, if it was a club, anything we were told about and we had 
time and we weren't doing anything that weekend, we went. Absolutely. In state, out of state, across the state. Didn't matter. <laughs> we was in. <laughs> it definitely didn't matter. Like, we was ready to go. We were we were so pumped up. So, we're going to take you back real quick. Like, I know we talked about this a little bit in the last episode, but we kind of want to give you a little bit more of a recap of um, what it was like on our first night at the club the very first time we went to the club yes so we want to take you guys back and just talk about that first experience and just a small recap from the last episode um we mentioned that Locke's younger brother told us about Mm -hmm. this particular club we decided to go to the club and we went to the club that night it was a anything Anything, anywhere. Anything, anywhere party. AA party. Yes. And it also was a blackout party. So we went to the club and there's some interesting things we left out in the other episode. So our first night, we mentioned the host couple. They were awesome. They kind of gave us the layout and the lowdown of what to do as far as the flow of the um, particular club. But... What we forgot to mention is that that same night we had saw or met another um, attractive couple mm-hmm. that we call Pacey's. Yeah, it was quite a few, um, quite a few hot couples in there that night. But this one particular couple, um, the missus of the couple, uh, she uh, this was actually my first time seeing anyone wear like pasties over her nipples. Like, right. You sure? Sure. I saw it in like uh, burlesque shows or whatever on like HBO uh, real sex, like late night, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but this was like the first time seeing it in person. I think they had seen, they was like sparkly or something like that. I know they definitely got my attention. Yeah. They were sparkly Yeah, and it got my attention to anything that sparkles. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. That's definitely your Achilles heel. Like something sparkly that you're just done. It's a wrap. <laughs> yep. I'm all, I'm all about it. So like Locke was saying, so we, that caught, both of our attention immediately and she she was she was hot and and she was a social butterfly and we're like watching how they interact with people that's around them how they how they're around the people that um when they're walking around the club Mm -hmm. and we're like hey hmm who who are they and she actually walked up i think it was to me actually it introduced herself and then told me that, you know, her husband is over here so, and kind of talked to me to try to, you know, just to say, oh, I, you know, is this your guys first time? And we we're like, yes, uh, they were very welcoming. Right. Um, these are like she said, we're going to call them Mr. and Mrs. Pasties. I'm sure the Mr. will not appreciate being called Pasties, So I'm sure we'll come up with a, na- a better name for them. But uh they had been around the block a time or two. They know the game. They've been in the, in the lifestyle for many years at that point. Uh, and they saw like, you know, they saw the deer in the headlights look on us and they kind of swooped in and um, essentially took us under their wing. Um, not on this particular night, but another night after this, after meeting them, uh, we set up a date to come back at the club, come back to the club uh, and just hang out like uh, and find out how all this is supposed to go, right? So what do you th- what was that like when we had our first date? When we had our first date, so this is our first date, like 
after coming to the club at that point. I think we had only been to the club maybe twice. I don't I don't really remember the exact number, but it was mm-hmm. a few times. And we had a first date back with them and it was so dope. So Really cool. I just want to just just go into this. So we met them the first night. We go to a date night with them, but it's at the club. The club wasn't really busy this night. Mm-hmm. So we really got to sit down and talk to them. And what they did for us, the information that they gave us that night helped us navigate that whole first year. What kind of information did they give us? So they kind of told us, kind of just schooled us on how this thing works. Mm-hmm. Um, they would tell us that, hey, you know, they they introduced us a to a lot more people that they night. did. They did. We met so many. We met the owners. We met like a, a few other like of their friends, mm-hmm. and it was kind of like that lock in that key. So what they did was they actually linked us in to all the people that all the usuals, right? All the regulars of the of the club, right? They these. This couple, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Pasties, they are like regular. So they kind of plugged us in to the people that you always see there. And that was super helpful because these people are veterans and we were, like I said, newbies. So they were able to just like take us under their wing and show us um, how the game is supposed to be played. They showed us the courtesy that you would expect from from swingers. I know people usually have like the high, the expectation or the preconceived notion that swingers are grabby and, and touchy and feely or like um, really aggressive or assertive. They showed us that that is just not the truth. That was the biggest takeaway that I, I can say that I, I got from them. That and the, the term that we all hear, no pressure. No pressure. That was the first time we actually heard that term. Mm -hmm. And we're sitting here like, huh? What does that mean? They're like, oh, don't think because you come on a date with them. You came on a date with us that, you know, that there's pressure to do anything. Mm -hmm. Like there's no pressure. But if you want to, that's totally up to you. If you want to go home, that's totally up to you. There is, this is a non-pressure situation. Like, we really just want to get to know you guys. Absolutely. And we, with that conversation, kind of, like, let your guard down. You let your guard down because you're sitting here like, okay, so you're just not going to just try to, like, pounce me, right? (laughs) (laughs) You're not going to pounce me. You're going to, you know, just try to get to know me. Great. You know, that's that's awesome. So we were able to sit there and just really pluck their brains about just lifestyle, yeah. um, how long you've been doing it, how to meet people, how do you go on to dates. Just like lifestyle etiquette. You know, they yeah. they set the bar. And they set the tone for us. Like, right. they don't even know this to this day, honestly. They... I don't s- think they know this. You're no. right. We never like, had this conversation. We've never had them. this conversation with them. And, and we're still friends, like, to this day. We've never played or anything like that, but we're still really good friends with them. Mm-hmm. But they schooled us, and that set the tone for our entire like year. Yeah, not not only just the the year, but like just our lifestyle trajectory in general. We were very fortunate enough to have like my bro- like I said, my brother. Uh, who has been in a lifestyle at that point for some some time. We had him to lean on for some advice, him and his wife. 
Uh, and we had um, Mr. and Mrs. Pasties, who were also very um, instrumental in, you know, just teaching us um, the etiquette and protocol, you know, how you approach each other or how you approach another couple. How do you engage with the male, you know, male on male interaction, which can be uh, kind of intimidating for some. We were very fortunate to have that couple and um, my brother and his wife uh, show us how to uh, play the game in the beginning to show us the etiquette. We were very, very fortunate to have that. Um, Wouldn't trade it for anything. We definitely wouldn't um, trade it for anything. In in the later episode, I'm sure we'll go more into like different terms um, that we've learned throughout the years as far as lifestyle. But again, let's piggyback just on this. Um, our couple, Mr. and Mrs. Pacey's, they helped us not to do what we call the crash and burn. Right. Yeah, we'll definitely discuss uh, the crash and burn in, in much more detail. But go ahead. Tell the people what that is. babe. The crash and burn is when you are new to the lifestyle and you instead of discussing things ahead of time and kind of working your way to get through things. So meaning like to go through, I call them levels. You just try to do everything at one time. Mm-hmm. And basically you crash and burn. We've seen people just break up. Yeah. You just fizzle out, right? Like you, you go a hundred miles an hour past your comfort zone because you think this is what you're quote unquote supposed to do because maybe you see a hot couple participate in some activities and you may have had a fantasy or two, uh, but you're doing things that you maybe uh, a weren't emotionally prepared for uh, or B you probably just didn't um, have that conversation up front with your partner. So maybe they weren't quite prepared for it. So um, so then things um, fall apart in your relationship. You put your relationship in jeopardy uh, prematurely. So we're definitely going to have a, a, a more in-depth discussion we're going to open up the suite um to that conversation in a, in a future episode sure because i definitely think that 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 is a key point yeah. no crash and burn when you're a newbie absolutely yeah you definitely want to pace yourself in this game so yeah let's go to the next um first in the first year what else did we do first uh what, what was our, our next one so it started with the club then we decided we wanted to do more. Did so we do we a hotel takeover or did we travel? We traveled. Okay. So we mentioned that we wanted to, that people would tell us things to go try. So in this particular time, somebody told us about a spot that was in Pennsylvania, right? Pennsylvania? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It was in Pennsylvania. So the spot in Pennsylvania was called TJ's Lasting Impressions. Yeah. Another, um, another swinger club, a uh, few few hours north of us we actually took a, a a unicorn with us we did um we did yeah, not our unicorn not our unicorn but, but a, a unicorn, unicorn. <laughs> that's <laughs> correct kind of let her go out and float around and do her thing man and she did her whole thing she did her whole thing right but, so we heard about this club and uh we heard it was a little different right and and the advice that we got about uh about this club um kind of stands out to me but we're going to also talk about this in another episode. Um, so, again, us being a black couple, we the one of the first things that we've heard and, and um, when we joined the lifestyle was that as a black couple, you got to 
Uh, make sure that you're friendly, be friendly, be outspoken, be outgoing, because people are going to see you as intimidating. And we kind of took this as gospel, right? We we, we kind of, um, it made us a little apprehensive in the beginning, because we thought that we had to go out of our way to be something different. And we took that up to New Jersey. What was it? Not Pennsylvania. Jersey, Pennsylvania with us. So we show up um, to TJ's in Pennsylvania. And this is a spot where you basically can spend a night. Right. Yeah, they do have, uh, they had like, a, it was like a hotel, small motel, so. I guess, connected to the Swinger Club, which was cool. Because yes. it was in the middle of nowhere. It definitely is. It's in the middle of nowhere. And so you stay, you can stay there overnight. They feed you and then you party and they have like a whole huge hot tub actually yo no nah, we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and call that what it is that was a spa room that was it was like, a spa room yeah. yes it was a spa room that right. was like a bathhouse. it, it was it pretty was, legit it was it, it pretty was, legit it was that definitely pretty surprising that this was a, literally in the middle of nowhere right. they had a spa room with like these showers yeah and oh we're going to talk about the shower. Let's talk about the shower. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> no, go. We can go. Nah, okay, but wait. But there's another first that we might be missing in this. And I got to be real. Like okay. this, the first, this was the first time, and correct me if I'm wrong, but this is the first time that like uh, we got naked in front of people, right? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was before we went on like a vacation or anything. So, yeah, once we got enough liquor in me, it was just like stomping around the place with my balls out, dick out, just just, just walking around like you own the joint. And it was like the best feeling in the world. It definitely was. You, you're absolutely right. I forgot about that. Yeah, man. Sure did. Yeah. And then we got to uh, partake in the, uh, the bathhouse portion. Yeah. And... I love that thing. We basically we got to make a trip. Our first time having sex in front of people. It was. It was in a bathhouse shower. Yeah, we uh, once we spent a little time in the in the hot tub, kind of flirting around. I think in the uh, the actual hot tub, it was like a it was like a swimming pool size hot tub, and in the middle of it, like out if you if you swim out far enough in the water, it was kind of like a little platform that people can sit up on. Or maybe, you know, someone can sit on you and one would assume some action partakes on this on this uh, little partition sitting up there. Right. So if I'm not mistaken, I think I had Trist up there and I think I took a little taste of her spread her legs and got a couple of licks in just to get the party started. And then uh, we made our way once we got ourselves all uh, loose and goosey, got ourselves up, went over to that uh, to the shower that was like right there. And we went to town. We did. Yeah, man. We went to town. I think it was um, maybe some people just kind of walked by. Yeah, we had some people just walk by and kind of just look Stop in. and stare. Mm-hmm. How'd that make you feel? At first, I was like, okay, what if people just come in and see us? But then <laughs> after, I mean, a few drinks, you just... Mm-hmm. I didn't just didn't care. And didn't care. we were just in that moment with each other, which made it just like great. We were so just engaged with each other. Absolutely. That we didn't even know the unicorn that we bought with us oh, also we lost was in there. Oh, I lost her. No. I didn't know she was she there. She came in to peek in to make sure we <laughs> were okay. And then she 
disappeared. Oh. But <laughs> word up. But yeah, it that was literally our first time yeah. doing that in yeah. front of people, like walking around with no clothes on. Mm-hmm. And we're staying in some place we have no idea. We're just staying the night up there. And then we all partied. We went to sleep. And yep. we went home the next yeah, day. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. That was our first road trip to a club. Then we went to another one. where we go, babe? Whoop, whoop. We went to Georgia to trapeze. ATL, shawty. ATL. Hey. <laughs> so we went to trapeze. So Wait, we're here. Hold on. Let, let's, let's let the people understand how serious this was for us right we went down friday after work we sure did we and went at down, that time i was working nights and we're talking about a nine hour drive we went down friday at midnight got there 9 10 a.m crashed this is we went down friday midnight so basically saturday morning got there saturday morning about 9 10 a.m crashed on her home girl's couch Slept pretty much all day. Got up, got something to eat, went right back out, party that night, uh, and then hit the road Sunday morning. That's how serious it was. It was serious. And, and again, we're talking about our first year still. So we hear about this place. <laughs> this is another place we hear about. We've, we're like, okay, we've been to TJ's. We've done that. Then we hear about this trapeze, trapeze, trapeze. Mm-hmm. I'm like, in Georgia? I was like, okay, well, we got a, we got a friend that lives down there. We can just go. So we have this bright idea. We're just going to go after work on Friday and we're just going to drive down. Because we, why not? Exactly. It was like, yeah. why not? Let's go see what this place is about. We were blown away. So we go in and we're like, oh my goodness. A, they feed you. Man. So TJ's fed you, but no, Georgia feeds you. A, you can't serve yourself. They have servers. They would not allow you to serve yourself yeah, or anything your, like that your, with your hands your or anything like hands. that. Yeah. So they they serve you food from like the buffet and the food was awesome. So we eat and we go and we party. And at this point we had, like we said, we have been to a few clubs already. So we're a little bit more comfortable with who we are yeah we're a little more comfortable in our own skin at this point so yeah so the cool thing about this club was it's pretty much like any other um swinger club uh where it's um you know bring your own alcohol or whatever and you check your you check your liquor or whatever and then they they make your drink and then they make your drinks as you can probably hear my wife making herself another glass of wine sorry guys but uh yeah so you 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 check your wine or you check your (laughs) check your wine and then uh what made it very cool was that in the back okay in the front area you got the party room you know you got all your seats and you got your party place where your disco is happening you got your stripper pole boom boom whatever party uh and then in the back when it's time to go play um they have an area where everyone has to get naked yes that's the best part to me because you don't have many spectators. Well, I mean, you will have spectators, but it's 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 a level playing field. There aren't any, you won't see anybody in there just kind of like you know with a with a uh, pair of pants on and you're walking around completely naked. That makes people feel uncomfortable and very vulnerable. Uh, so in the back, they have a locker room. Everybody goes in, checks their locker, 
with the locker attendant, not necessarily yourself. You know what I'm saying? So you got the locker attendant, you put all your stuff in and then they lock it up for you, which is pretty cool. And then you go to the back, they give you a towel. So everybody maximum has a towel. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so it, again, it just makes it a level playing field. It makes everything um, a, a, a lot more equitable. Everybody feels uh, like you're on the same playing field. Yeah. And the differences. So we kind of knew even at this spot, we knew how it was going to work with like the playrooms and and how you can, you know, reserve a, you know, a private room or some of the rooms have themes. We mm-hmm. were familiar with that concept from the first club. They didn't have themes, but, did they? At trapeze? No, I, I think they were really, just... not really, but they're, they had the different rooms that you can um, reserve. So the one they did, they had, I mean, they rooms. had cool rooms, but they weren't themed. They weren't, you weren't going to find but... like a luau room or a, a no, stripper no, no, pole no, no, no. room. No, it was like, they didn't um, have that, but they did the room with the window. They had the room with the window. The two that was... adjoining rooms that was connected by um, a window. It has a huge, basically window that goes from the floor to the ceiling, pretty much, yeah, almost. The entire wall the is entire made The entire wall is made of glass. So you can decide in that moment if you want to close the window or leave it open, close the curtain and leave it open, right? So because it's our first time, we were kind of nervous. So we 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 decided to close it. Mm-hmm. We, 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 we chickened out. But... We decided to close it, and, and that was fine. That was one of our, like, limitations that night. But then, but then we go to the hot tub. So they have, mm-hmm. I think it's, like, three. smaller yeah. three individual, like, um, Maybe, like, seven-person hot tubs. It was yeah. three seven-person hot tubs in the back. So not like TJ's where there's this big, one huge. One giant pool. This one was kind of like individual hot tubs. Mm-hmm. So we are in the hot tub, and we're, you know, just chilling playing with each other and you know kissing and and just trying to get into um our groove and we see Lacey mm-hmm. and uh and and the other guy and her guy and the other guy <laughs> um so we see we we see Lacey and I'm like wow yeah but I mean yeah she was she was hot and uh I think they were actually having a little bit of difficulties little little technical difficulties um getting things done um he was having a little bit of a hard time but yes so to speak so to speak yes <laughs> so long story short we decided to give um lacy what she needed well yes 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 and no right so um we went over, we introduced ourselves after things got a little more chill with them. So we went over, we talked to them, got to know them a little bit better. Um, you know, Tristan Lacey got a little closer, uh, got a little, you know, petty, little, little feely, touchy feely. And again, this is like our, our uh, one of our very first encounters. Um, we were still super new into the game and it was uh, pretty sexy seeing her flirt, seeing Trist flirt and seeing someone flirt back and, uh, I think that this lady was actually um, in the game for a little a little while because she was she was kind of advanced. Um, you know, she was a little assertive and she could see that um, maybe Trish needed a little bit of coaxing, I guess. You know what I'm saying? But not in an aggressive, assertive way, but just kind of in a flirty way. And it, and it worked where we uh, eventually found ourselves in the group playroom 
without Mr. Uh, what did we call him? The other guy. The other yeah, guy. The other guy. The, the other, other guy. guy. So we call him the other guy because we found out that they weren't actually a couple. Yeah. They just kind of met on Facebook. Met on Facebook and just decided to come together to the club because they both wanted to come. So mm-hmm. he literally was the other guy. He's just another guy. He's just yeah. another guy. So we didn't know that during the time that you know, the flirting was going on and we were in that group room with her and it was super hot because she was on lock, I filling mean, on him. And she was mostly filling on you. That was an amazing show. You guys put on a wrestling match like I've never seen in my life. And all I could do was stand back and look on with pride. Like, yeah, that's that's my baby right there. Like, I mean, you guys are just bumping and banging and pushing and shoving. I swear it looked like a fight. It look, if, if I didn't know any better, <laughs> it, it looked like, you know, a ref needed to jump in and kind of break that thing up, but I wasn't doing it. And um, then afterwards of all of the escapades. Yeah, we went and got breakfast. We went and got breakfast, so they fed us again. <laughs> so we went and got breakfast. Carb and, up to, and then uh, we for, carb for up the next round. And then we, we, we figured out the whole how they weren't together. I've, and, and I'm thinking like, I wish we would have known that because I right. told Locke that I would give him a threesome. I was like, we could have had that threesome if Absolutely. we would have known. But again, this goes mm. back to the first couple that we met mm-hmm. that taught us that protocol, that protocol yeah. to be respectful. Don't, mm-hmm. you know, just go across the line. Don't go, mm-hmm. you know, try to not engage the guy. But we didn't know they weren't technically together. Right. So it was kind right. of like we could have not engaged mm-hmm. him but we didn't know that so we didn't didn't cross that line basically right right and so by the end of that night we um we had already you know disconnected from them we kind of made our own way and uh found ourselves having sex again uh back on the dance floor pretty much it was like the club was shutting down and we were going to get every single minute that we could oh we got every last dime we we spent that night we well worth it had sex on the dance floor Mm -hmm. we had sex in the room with the windows at the hot tub in the group group room room. Mm -hmm. we were there it was awesome it was awesome unbelievable so it was great and they fed us twice and then they fed us so yeah i mean it's a win-win win-win-win Win win, and the food was good. <laughs> the food was bomb. We were not expecting that, by the way. Definitely so thought it was going to be shout out strip to trapeze. Yeah, we definitely thought it was going to be strip club food. So yeah, it was a win. All right, babe. So yeah, on to our next first uh, so, in the first year. What else did we do? We decided after our first visit that we're going to actually go and visit a resort. So we wanted to do as many things in between that time. To actually go to the resort. To get us ready for that To get life. us ready for being somewhere where it's not a club where you just go home. So all of the events that we did in between that, we were getting ready to go to Desire mm-hmm. at this point. Our first visit to Desire. And if you never heard of Desire, we're talking about Desire Riviera Maya. Uh, it's right outside of Cancun on, what is that, the east coast of Mexico. Mm-hmm. It is a dope resort and so we're going to go more into like the actual what we liked about desire in like one second so before we went to desire 
like we said, we went to Taboo Social Club. We went to TJ's at this point, And we also went to Trapeze in Georgia. The last thing that we did before we went to Desire was the hotel takeover, which Locke was alluding to earlier. So with the hotel takeover, we went to a friction party. At this point, we had never done one. So we're like, oh, this is the last thing we can do to kind of get us ready for desire. If you've never heard of friction, I'm sure wherever you're from, you probably have like a local uh, lifestyle scene. Friction is a party group here in the um, the D.C. metro area, and they put on parties, hotel takeovers, all up and down the East Coast. I think at this point, we haven't gone to one in a little while, but we, uh, we're definitely looking forward to getting back out there. But um, at that point, uh, we were just excited to try something new. We heard about them and we heard about uh, another group called Synergy. But this particular party was coming up soon. It fit all of our metrics. You know, it was, it was soon. It was close and it wasn't very expensive and it looked like some hot couples. So we registered and we went. Yeah. And it was close to the time before we were leaving mm-hmm. to go to Desire. So what were your expectations when it came to a hotel takeover? You know, I was really in my head just trying to figure out how they were going to pull this off. Like exactly how was that going to look? How was the scene going to look? What type of people were going to be there? Are we going to run into anybody that we already met or that was going to be a whole bunch of craziness going on? Yeah. Yeah. What I was nervous about was like, what do you mean takeover? Uh, like we were very, very green in this whole thing. Like we had no idea what you, what they actually meant by taking over an entire hotel. Does that mean we have a, um, the whole floor? Does that mean we can walk around the entire hotel naked? Um, what, what can we do? What are our boundaries here? People having sex in the lobby or what? After we registered and everything, we found out very quickly that that's not the case, right? There's still a level of decorum that you have to have when you go into a hotel takeover. It's not a lot, but um, there are different levels of hotel takeovers. Like some of them, they only rent out a few floors. So uh, you might be uh, in the building with families. There might be families. There might be a wedding going on or something like that. So you might see other, you know, some people that make you uncomfortable. So the host will let you know, you know, you can't walk around nude. Uh, you have to be covered up in the elevators or in the the public areas like the lobby or whatever. You have to make sure you're covered up with a robe, at least the hotel takeover. Like they have like a club scene. They have like a party where everybody goes and gets all dressed up. I think this particular one was what? Camouflage. Yep. That's exactly what it was. It was yeah. camouflage because we didn't have anything to wear. I know. Right. I, I don't know that. what we wore, but I know everybody else participated. We we definitely stuck out. We were new to the whole theme night thing, too. Yes, we were definitely new. We didn't know at that time. That's a good point. Yeah. We didn't know at that time that people actually participated, participated in, the, in theme. the theme night and actually yeah. took it seriously. So we did not dress up that night. We just, I mean, we dressed nice, but we Shame. didn't like dress up in like theme. I was like, nobody's going to participate in that. And they did. Mm-hmm. We ought to be ashamed of ourselves. Now, if we could go back and talk to a, uh, you know, newbie us, I would definitely tell them to uh, take the theme night serious. Like take that theme night very serious. Theme yeah. nights is, is, is a serious game um, and <laughs> the lifestyle. Is. And, and you yeah. know, and we didn't know that, like mm-hmm. this was our first themed night. Mm-hmm. So we totally just didn't know yeah. that, that, you know, us as adults actually dress up. dress up and participate yeah. in it. And that's the fun part of it, right? That's the fun part of being on a lifestyle where you can just, 
that's I think that's why they call it play. I've heard other um, podcasters like question this whole thing. Like, why do we call it play? You know, when we're doing some shit that's very grown, but uh, it's because you actually, I, I believe that you just get to let all your inhibitions go. You just get to put away all that, uh, all that grown up shit, man, and just have some fun. And you're, you're, you're just playing like you get to dress up in a costume. You know what I'm saying? On like a, on a regular weekend in May. And it's a no judgment zone. It's no judgment, right? Like come as you are and you'll be accepted. There's always somebody for you. You're going to have some fun regardless. Yes. So we go to the hotel takeover. And at this point, we don't see anybody that we knew at at that point. So we go to the party. Even the hotel takeover kind of has like a flow. You get there, everybody checks in. You kind of like chill, you, you know, get your room together, you pregame in your room, you have some drinks. They have a party that night that everybody goes to and then they have a pool party if it has a pool. Um, at right, the I don't think this one had a pool party. This one didn't in that sense. So we went to the nighttime party. Yeah, and club who do scene. we The club scene. And who do we run into? We run into Pasties. Mr. and Mrs. Pasties. So yep. it was great to see them because... That kind of like made us a little bit more at ease because it was like, oh my gosh, this is like one person we know. And then, of course, we met more people that through night them. through them um, mm-hmm. that they were friends with. So it just made it that much more enjoyable. Relieved. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was relieved. I was relieved. Yeah, absolutely. We could just let our guards down and just kind of have fun and see what a night t- takes us. Definitely. And it just didn't feel so closed up. Yeah. Yeah. And we're not ones to really try to find people to just like mix in or whatever. We we're really good at having our own fun. That's kind of where we came from with this whole thing. Like there was nothing better than going to the club and just seeing Trist uh, swing around on the stripper pole. You know, she used to take classes at that time. So she would just get up on there and just swing around and then everyone would gawk and stare. And that was enough for me. You know, we was we were able to um, make our own fun, get in our own zone. And that's kind of what we took with us to this party. But just having that that backup, having some somebody there to 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 break down some boundaries um, between us and the other people. And we were able to just kind of like blend in a little bit and meet some people, shake some hands, you know, uh, and learn a little bit more about the whole lifestyle just from more experienced couples. That was pretty dope. It was definitely pretty dope. So we're on this elevator and we, there's a woman on the elevator and she is tall and gorgeous. Beautiful. She was a very tall, She's beautiful woman. She's a very woman. tall, beautiful um, woman. She uh, definitely is. She was super nice. Uh, her husband was really cool. Um, so the next part of this experience was that, yeah, we go from the club scene to what happens next like everybody kind of migrates out of the club once you start finding the people that you're hanging out with everybody kind of migrates to the bedrooms or to the to your hotel floor and what was that experience like when you got to the hotel floor what did that scene look like to you so when we got to the hotel floor it was basically everybody just had like their doors open Mm -hmm. and since we were like new we just we were like, we don't really know anybody. When you get up, when you go and you look through the hotel on the hotel floor, it's kind of like the meat market, right? Remember, we always call it like that meat market. It's kind of like 
everybody's just kind of standing true. out in the hallway. Some people in their robes, some women in their bras, some guys in their underwear or whatever. Everybody's kind of just like lingering, waiting for something to happen. So some people might go into room 101, you kind of pull them in and that door closes. And then some people kind of left over uh, and then they go into room 103 and then doors closing. It's like, so slowly the doors are closing and it's like opportunities are getting very, very scarce and everybody, you're kind of wondering, so do, am I supposed to go into somebody's room? Uh, what if nobody asked me to go in their room? It's kind of like getting picked last in dodgeball. Yeah, it definitely was. It, it it was like being just like, am I going to get picked up or not? Yeah. And luckily, we met this beautiful woman on the right. elevator. Now we run into the beautiful woman again. And she literally, quite literally came out and asked us like, hey, uh, do you guys want to come in? You want to play? And kind of tagged us on the shoulder like, OK, you're in. You're in. Now, come on in. And we were sitting there like, okay, so now we're in this room. Now what happens? Now what happens, so right? Everybody's kind of sitting around. Everybody's kind of sitting around, and it became more like a vetting process of elimination. How many people were in there, you think? Maybe about eight different couples in there. And then what ended up happening is, like I mentioned, there was a process of elimination. There was one particular couple in there um, that the woman, not even the man, the man was pretty chill. And mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember that man was pretty chill. The woman was very, 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 very aggressive. So she was kind of like, okay, are we going to do this or what? Let's do this now. She started walking around with the, I do remember. With the strap on. They gave her the boot. Yes. She started walking around with the strap on, on mm-hmm. put her strap on, on and just dangling the strap on. Like, okay, let's go. Like, are we going to do this or what? And <laughs> that couple got the boot. They kicked them on out of there. Yep. That they, the beautiful lady kicked them out because yeah. she felt like they, they were doing way too much. Yeah. It was, it was a strictly uh soft swap situation and she made that very clear. Um, Literally. And I, and I got to give her that. I got to give her the, the fact that she, she vetted everyone and I, and now as a um, quote unquote veteran, um, I can appreciate her being more uh, upfront with everybody about the expectations because you don't you don't really want uh, to make anyone feel uncomfortable in a situation that they are not prepared for. That's a recipe for crash and burn. That is a recipe for crash and burn. He's absolutely right. Like at the time we were kind of like turned off. What we mean by she set the tone for what was going to be and what was going to happen. What she did was she told you the rules. Mm -hmm. So she gave, which is also appreciated. Yeah. Before anything popped off, she gave the absolute rules of what was acceptable and what wasn't going Mm -hmm. to be accepted. And if you did not follow the rules, then you were going to be kicked out. Yeah. And I, I, again, um, looking at it again from another lens of, of more experience, I definitely appreciate that. Um, at the time, though, we were seemed, like, oh, my gosh. Like, at, at the time, it seemed like too structured. You know, we yeah. kind of want th- wanted things to flow. We kind of just wanted to see where things went. Um, and it made us feel a little nervous and a little rigid. Um, but honestly, without that, we probably could have gotten ourselves into some trouble that we weren't prepared for. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, um, you know, 
the sexy part of it is, is that, you know, we got to see um, all the ladies just kind of do, what is it called? A puppy pile or a kitty pile or something like that. Um, just kind of jump up on the bed and just kind of fool around and play around. But then um, all of a sudden it was kind of like a one, two, three red light, you know, and then you switch and then all the women would get off the bed and she, uh, the beautiful woman kind of ordered the women to play with their men. And then all the women will go play with their men and try to reconnect with their men or whatever. And then again, one, two, three, red light, you know, and then we switch again. And then all the women got back on the bed. So, you know, it, it, it was definitely way too structured uh, for a, our like play situation. Yeah. For now, like, so what we've what we are learning in this process at this point is what we like and don't like. So that when we went to desire, we kind of knew, okay, what not to get ourselves into. Mm -hmm. Because we learned a lot from that one experience of what we didn't like. And we know that we're not a a couple that likes a whole bunch of structured to be like, okay, now we're going to do this. Okay, now we're going to do this. Right, right. Yeah, And I don't think anybody likes being told what to do. You understand your boundaries and your limitations when people set them forward in the beginning. Like, okay. Um, for instance, like no anal, please don't stick your finger in my ass without my permission or, or people don't like to be kissed or, yeah, or people don't like to be like kissed. That. How I, I go to anal and you go to kissing. So yeah, right. I mean, no, that's what's up. Yeah, yes. no, you're right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's exactly what I'm talking about. So, um, we're not talking about that. We're talking about like being directed, uh, in your play session to do certain things. It's so like different. One, two, three, stick it in. Four, right. five, six, now out. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah, that's not that's not how we go. So we yeah, like she said, we definitely um we definitely learn what we're liking and what we what we don't like at this point. And we went back to our room. We ended up leaving and went back to our room and had sex again and mm-hmm. and went home the next day. Yeah. But at this point, I think we were maybe a couple of weeks out from our trip to Desire. So we are pumped up still. We're like, we're ready for Desire. We feel comfortable about going. So now, so now we fly. We're going to transition to our Desire. first time. Our first time to Desire. Now, in the weeks preceding, uh, once we registered and everything uh, for Desire, we, we actually registered with a group. Because, uh, you know, we, we saw in all the chat rooms and all the uh, message boards that you should do your best to go to Desire or another uh, or any kind of like a lifestyle resort with a group because you're guaranteed to have a lot of people there and you're going to be able to um, blend in with people of the same mindset because some some resorts will have people that are there who are like um, maybe just want to be naked, want to be free or whatever, but um, if you want to be guaranteed to be hanging out with lifestylers or swingers, you should definitely go with a lifestyle or swinger group. We found a group called the, what were they called, babe? The, the Why Nots. The Why Nots and the Hot Tamales. And the Hot Tamales. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was pretty dope. It was actually pretty dope. They were very welcoming people um, online, right? So this is the months, like I said, maybe a month or two uh, preceding the trip uh, where we would do a Yahoo group. Um, where you can see everyone's pictures, um, you post your picture and everyone gets to kind of like message each other, uh, talk about their flights and just talk about um, all the different things that uh, you plan on doing, all the things you're excited about. So I'm pretty sure like since we've gone, like um, people probably not doing 
that many groups on Yahoo anymore. I think it's it's moved on to kick. People do a lot of kick groups. It was cool to 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 mix and mingle online before we got there. Yeah, we didn't really understand at the time what we what the purpose of that was. Right. Until we show up at the resort. After months of dealing with this group of people online, um, we knew that the group was just a little bit older than us or whatever. We didn't care. We was just going to go down there and kick it and see how things went. Uh, so we go. And again, this is our first time uh, at a lifestyle resort where anything goes and everyone's going to be naked. So our expectations were so high. It was so crazy. We just didn't know what we were going to see, had no clue. So we go in, we finally get there after all the travel or whatever, whoop de whoop. Uh, we check in, they give you a little uh, glass of uh, champagne or whatever. You're welcome. And uh, we got there early enough um, before our rooms were done, but we were able to go get lunch. And again, so we've had this message board for a long time and people got to see our, our pictures and I think we might have been like the only black couple uh, in this group, which is cool. So we kind of we kind of stuck out a little bit. Right. As you'll see, as um, uh, as a minority in the lifestyle, you kind of do. But anyway, so we're walking around, we're checking out the place and we just got off the airplane. I got my shorts on and whatever. And we're fully dressed and just checking out everything and trying not to look at all the titties that's walking by. It's like, oh, my God, people are actually naked here so we're yes. walking past <laughs> yeah it was crazy it was so crazy and everybody had beautiful tans uh but we're walking uh and we're walking past the pool to get to the lunch area and we hear our names oh my god that's lock and tris and then a few people just get out of the pool but naked but naked come walking over and i'm trying my best as a guy just butt ass naked walk up straight to me and i'm trying my best to just look him in the eyes i'm gonna look this dude in the eyes and he's gonna come over and he's just like hey you know it's nice to meet you guys meanwhile his balls are just dripping on my shoes and i've never been in such an awkward situation in my life but it was cool right i mean when in rome i guess you know you just kind of just take it you're just there and you're like okay so this is what we're gonna do we just going to drip all over me. All right, cool. You know, nice to meet you. We've seen your profile. So, you know, whatever. Uh, it's good to meet you. Glad to have you guys. Had, glad to have some new blood. And, and obviously, you know, we didn't know what we were actually getting into as far as the uh, the age level of this group. And, and they were a little bit older, but we didn't care. They knew how to party and they knew how to treat us. They knew the protocol. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we were able to mm-hmm. eat and everything. We're not going to go into the day to day of this trip. But we just learned a whole lot, man. We learned a whole lot from this trip. What was the key thing that we took from this trip? And I can tell you what I think the key uh, idea that I took from this trip. Go ahead. You tell me what you think. And I'll tell you mine. If you don't have anything, that's cool. I don't think so. All right. Remember the lady. I can't remember her name. But when we would introduce ourselves. We learned that. I forgot that we learned that She told us you're you do not introduce yourself just as you. Meaning when I go up to someone and I go up to the male or the, or the female of another couple, I'm no longer just Locke. I'm Locke and Trist. That's what I am. That's who I represent. I, prefer, I represent both of us. So every time you introduce yourself, you introduce yourself as Locke and Trist. 
And I think we do that no matter what we're doing now. Yes. I forgot that that happened. Literally, it was like early in the morning. She came over and sat yeah. on the porch, little chair thing. Oh, yeah. She was a teacher. Mm-hmm. She just came over and sat with mm-hmm. and sat on a little porch and was like. Butt naked, by the way. Yeah, she was butt naked. It was early in the morning. <laughs> she just came over and sat with us and just yeah. started talking to us. And she said that and it's stuck it's stuck and i was like you are so right i love it i love that piece um i I take that into the vanilla world and it just it just feels right it's just one of them things you know you don't have any proof that it's right or that it helps people to remember you but um it's just it just feels like courtesy it feels like chivalry uh, from my perspective anyway, to just introduce myself and my wife or my wife first and then me or whatever, whatever the case, but to, to present yourself as one unit, because that's what we are, mm-hmm. especially in the, in the lifestyle. We're one unit. You're not going to get us apart. I mean, some people may play that game, but not, you know, not us, you know, that's just not how we roll. We are together and we play together and you're not going to get one without the other. Yes, absolutely. I totally forgot that we learned that and and um, desire. But yes, that was a key point that we took away um, and that we still use to this mm-hmm. day, actually, so, when we go out to places and, and meet people. Yeah, absolutely. So what about the first time we got naked at the resort? What was that like? Oh, my goodness. Okay, so we were so scared. We just did know what to do like what to expect or what was going to happen the best advice we got for that was just go drop your bags off get naked and hit it we did and that's exactly what we did that's exactly what we did we were nervous we were nervous we did it we were so nervous especially after the guy jumped out of the pool was like hi how are you yeah that was funny (laughs) that was crazy we're like are we really doing this we're here we're here already (laughs) went right back to the room Spray suntan, uh, sunscreen on every part of your body. Now, that was the first. Mm-hmm. Oh, and and also, you know, just your, your preparation as a male was, was bana- my preparation was bananas. Shaving every inch of my body. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm a big believer that if you expect me to be groomed, you need to groom yourself too. Mm-hmm. But so, yeah, so yeah, we we hit it. We um threw on some flip flops and a hat and nothing else. And, and and we like hit it, and it was like okay, liberating. Are we doing this? And it, and it was it changed our entire life. It really, it really did. did. We learned how to just be free. Mm-hmm. I came back home and I I didn't I don't think I wore underwear for like two months it was, he didn't it was terrible it was ridiculous it was terrible it was a bad time but it, it was bad he was like i, I was I, I don't need those anymore <laughs> i was like but you're not on vacation right now <laughs> like, but know, i wanted to be so bad he did he was like but i don't need these anymore i'm like okay <laughs> it was definitely a great experience we learned how to be at the resort how to take pictures for our vanilla friends and our mm-hmm. family to show that we're at vacation but right. not look like we're at a nude resort right right um, make sure so nobody's we, in the background make, make sure, sure no signage right any of that so we and then we, take your shit off as soon as possible as soon as we can yeah we took all mm-hmm. of that and we took some we did a sexy photo shoot you forgot about that 
Oh, yeah. Don't worry. You guys are going to see some of those shots eventually on our Instagram or uh, on our yeah, Twitter feed. We did an amazing, sexy photo shoot. I would, did some photos on the pole. We did some photos in the beat. I wish I had the, the lady's name, you know, the, the photographer's name, because she'd definitely get a shout out. But hey, shout out Desire for your photography she, crew. She definitely do. Shout out for Desire. And so the last thing we're going to just mention about Desire is that that also was our first time that we met a couple that we basically booked. Essentially, so we were on vacation and we were on vacation. We were at Desire, we were at the pool, at the hot tub. We were in the hot tub when this happened. We were at the hot tub, and not even saying a whole bunch of words, we met this couple there. So, yeah, so hold on. I'm gonna give you my perspective, and then I want you to give me what happened on the other side. It's pretty funny how this all happened, right? So, we chilling in in the hot tub. And there's a similar couple to us, right? Like, uh, and and by similar, I mean, they kind of like minded. They didn't really follow the crowd. When you go to desire, you'll see that the crowd kind of moves like a school of fish. Everyone kind of goes the same place at the same time. But this particular couple kind of strayed away from that normal schedule or routine of everyone else, just like we did. We kind of just did our own thing. So we were at the hot tub where everyone else was probably at the disco. So we got a chance to like, talk to them so we're in the hot tub and i think trist is sitting next to mrs first time we're gonna call them mrs first time mr and mrs first time yeah all right mr and mrs first how about that so mr first is kind of lingering on the side and um mrs first is over there kind of sitting with trist and we all just chilling kicking it in the hot tub whatever then me and mr first kind of had to go to the restroom right so we dip out we go to the restroom and in that time we had a little bit of a second to talk you know so we're kind of just seeing where each other's at and this is my first time hearing this kind of dialogue which is you know trying to close the deal right so Mr. First is kind of saying, you know, where you guys at, what you guys got like to do. We don't really like, we don't like to full swap. And meanwhile, I'm like, oh man, is this guy like trying to close this deal? I'm like, okay, all right, cool. Uh, I don't know. Uh, let me check in with my wife. So then we talked to the ladies to see where they were. And we, we got out of the water and then I talked to Trist and... I asked her her thoughts and she said, sure, because what I didn't know, unbeknownst to me, Mrs. First was uh, getting a little handsy under the hot tub water. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. It yeah. was going down. It was going down. And I had no clue. No clue. And she was so smoking hot. Yeah, she had a uh, she had a big booty for a white lady. She did. Big booty. It was nice. Well Facts. put together. She was so well put together. And she was a little older. Than yeah, us. that's right. They they both were, they were just a little older. Us. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well put together couple. Beautiful couple. And so then we're kind of like walking back, kind of everybody kind of strolling to see what was going on. And we posed the questions to the ladies to see where their head was at. And the ladies, had, uh, they said yes. They said they wanted to go. And we said Awesome. Whose room? <laughs> exactly. It's <laughs> and like, I'm like, your room or yeah, my come, room? Come to mine. You can come your, to my room. Your come room, to my room. room. We sure. come to mine. Please come to my room. And yeah. uh, so we did. So the ladies came back. Uh, the ladies, um, Mr. and Mrs. First, they came back to our room. And we had a little bit of a, a soft swap situation, right? We Where we just kind of 
watch the ladies kiss and roll around and kind of play around while we watch them. I mean, it was just like watching live porn. Yeah, and this is our first time with doing this as a soft swap and with a couple in the room and yeah. What so, was that like for you? What did that feel like for you? Well, it felt kind of comfortable because we were doing it together. Mm-hmm. And it was something that we had built up to at this point. Mm-hmm. We had done all these things to kind of build up to this. Were you nervous? Yes and no. Not that comfortable because, again, that was just, that was also my first, also really just being in that situation with. Right, a right. Girl. Right. Like, so. Like all the way in the room one on one. Like we had played around, we dibbled and dabbled, but there was nothing like this situation. This situation was um was much more intimate, right? Because we were one on one with another couple. Uh we've we've messed around in little rooms or whatever. Um, but this was like a one on one situation where we thought that anything could go. But it was clear that, you know, everybody was on the same page because at that time we didn't want full swap. No. It was just it was a soft swap situation. We uh, we we just wanted to see what it, what it would be like to see women play around um, and just have parallel play. And that's when you pretty much just have sex with your partner right next to another couple having sex. And, and yeah, we were very elementary at that time. And that was that was hot, though. I mean. You know, to each their own. If if you ever get to that point, you know, it, it might take a couple, um, a long time to get to just parallel play or just soft swapping. Absolutely. You see what I'm saying? Because some people can get into the lifestyle and just want to just be voyeurs or exhibitionists and never get to playing in the same room with somebody. And that's what we were. We were that for months. And then we just decided that let's take it to another level yeah and we did that yeah we did but we stayed voyeurs and exhibitionists for a long time and i gotta tell you the sexiest part of that night it could be that night or the the next night because we ended up playing with them again we were very comfortable with them and they were comfortable with us um but and they didn't consider and i'm sorry i don't mean to cut you off but i don't know if you remember they didn't consider themselves swingers they were nudists yeah, they did. They had some uh, identity issues going on, <laughs> uh, but whatever. So, uh, yeah, the sexiest part of that night was that um, once everything got all hot and heavy and, you know, once the ladies kind of uh, were ready for penetration, you know, I was able to uh, be inside of Trist, I think, from the back. And uh, his Mrs. First was kind of laid back. He was missionary on her. She reached up underneath me and kind of just fondled my balls while I was going in and out of Trist. That was amazing. One, it just feels good, right? But then just the idea of of where I am, what is happening right now, blew my mind. It, it blew my socks off. It was an amazing thing to just have that happen. We were able to like actually hang out with them one more night, but um, yeah, that that made the trip. I agree, it definitely did. Yeah, that was it was unexpected, and I gotta be honest with you, um, going into that to that vacation, I was at the the point where I kind of just was gonna let it flow. I, I had been putting some pressure on Trist uh, to try to find that perfect couple that we could play with. 
and I felt bad about it. So um, I made it a point to like just leave it alone when we when we go down to desire. Like I I don't want to set any expectations on her. I just want us to go down there and have a good time. And she surprised me by saying that, you know, they were having a little hanky panky in the hot tub and, and was ready to play. Absolutely. Note to men. Just sit back and chill. Let yep. things kind of just fall into play. Don't put expectations on someone. Just chill. Yeah, that's definitely a good point. And I mean, um, yeah, that that goes for men and women in, in the lifestyle. Like, just don't put pressure on your partner. Um, but we can definitely talk about that in another episode. You know, the whole no pressure, right? Like, uh, there's a culture of um, having fun and having these expectations, but you know, having, having an agenda in your own mind, that is a recipe for disaster. It definitely is. Cause things aren't always going to plan the way that you think they should. Yeah. They're not going, yeah, they're definitely they're not going to go gonna according out. to plan. <laughs> they're not, right. not, not always, mm-hmm. but, um, so desire was, it was a great trip. Like it, it definitely set the bar for us. It did. It set the bar. And um, yeah, it was an awesome trip, uh, which is why we're planning on going back sometime soon. But we will definitely get to that. So, yeah, that I mean, that was our desire trip in a wrap. Um, so we're going to move on and talk about some things that we got upcoming. Definitely. So I have my Vegas trip. Vegas trip. That is what? Less than 10 days away now. Definitely is. Yeah. Less than 10 days away. It's going to be uh-huh. awesome. So here's what you learn being in a lifestyle. You learn how to be a good host. And I always tell Locke this. Um, the <laughs> yeah. thing is, is that we're, we're having this girls trip that's just really with some of my friends and then some of my lifestyle friends. It's funny that we was talking about that earlier with another couple, another lifestyle couple earlier today. How many of these people are vanillas? Holy vanillas. I think we have an even split, actually. How many girls are going? Ten. Well, you can't include me. Nine. Okay. All right. So about right down the middle, about five and five. How many of the vanillas know that you are lifestyle? All of them but one. Mm. And I think that's very interesting, right? Um, One, that, you know, you kind of allowed your lifestyle to seep into your vanilla, um, which is quite brave of you honestly yeah but the thing is is that like again you kind of treat it like a boyfriend kind of just say hey you know i got this new boyfriend and you know he's dope you don't really go into a whole bunch of details about what mm-hmm. that is yeah you kind of let them know that there's this thing that you do these activities that you partake in but you don't give the gory beautiful wonderful details Absolutely not. And <laughs> and again, because I treat it like dating, I wouldn't give you right. the whole, you know, plan out yeah. from, you know, A to Z about what mm-hmm. I did with some guy. It's the same thing. Mm-hmm. So I treat it as that. I, I won't give you all the intimate details of what exactly went on or didn't go on. You know, leave that right. to your imagination. But we will make sure that uh, she shares with you. Our listeners. Our guests. 
Yeah, I'll share with you guys. <laughs> just but not with all the vanillas. That, just not uh, with all of my vanillas. Vanilla friends, right? My vanilla friends. And again, we'll get into a later episode about what some of these terms are for those of you out in this world mm. that kind of don't know what we're talking about when we're using the terms like vanilla. So and tell crash us about and your burn. themes. So themes. So the themes for the night. We have a. Basically, we have a kind of like a Hatton Hills day. Um, during the daytime, we're going to go to a pool party. That night, we have a blackout theme night to go to the club. Is that neon? No. So the blackout theme night actually is when you're going to dress in your hottest, tiny oh. black outfit, dress, lace, whatever makes you sexy. Mm. You got to be sizzling sexy that mm-hmm. night Love for it. the blackout so we're calling that basically black friday black friday i love it babe so black friday and then saturday we're gonna have a neon night just because i like to wear bright colors so um it's pretty fun so it's kind of gonna be themed as a fun night that yeah. i love to just have fun with different colors so neon night is going to be called the afterglow the afterglow is going to happen on Saturday. I love it. I love it. I can't wait to see pictures. I can't wait to hear stories. Yeah, and I think you're, you're doing a good job of hosting. You got all the ladies excited. You've been doing your, uh, your all your research, and you've been doing all your texting, doing your text groups, and uh, yeah, all your chats, and got all the ladies all worked up and, and ready to go, man. So And it's just so funny. I'm sorry it's cut in, but it's so funny because you start treating all your relationship as lifestyle, basically, of how you actually go about something. The protocols is what I'm referring to that you do. Like you create, I created a group chat for this and say, hey, and started talking to each other in the group chat with everybody in the group chat. I don't know if that's necessarily a lifestyle thing, but that's probably where we learned it. It is absolutely where we learned right, that right. you're you're going to set up a suite and have the drinks and the snacks and all of these things to yeah. kind of set up the atmosphere. The atmosphere. Right, right, right. That right. this is going to be a fun, sexy weekend. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. You deserve it, babe. You've been um, a fantastic wife and partner and mother to our baby. So, um, you know. I can't wait to to do my service and, you know, be a full-time single dad for a few days. Absolutely. <laughs> and uh we look forward to seeing your FaceTime um and sending uh I want you to send some sexy pictures or something. Oh, most definitely. I'm going to send yeah. some naughty pictures. You got to keep me excited have and have it all planned out. Make sure you post to Instagram too. Let let our um let our listeners our, our guests let our guests see what you're up to out there, too. Absolutely. But let's talk about also what you have coming up while I'm away. Yeah. Um, again, I just want to uh, shout out to everybody at the Playground Group. Um, I'm, I'm getting ready for that thing, ready to uh, go to the to the meet and greet, uh, hang out with some uh, beautiful couple. The hopes aren't very high. Um, I'm uh, Again, I'm just looking forward to getting in the mix and meeting some uh, fellow podcasters and and, and shooting the shit with the people that we already know um, and maybe making a connection or two with another couple. But it's uh, my expectations aren't very high because I'll be uh, a single male. And, you know, um, 
I'm not quite sure how that's going to go or be perceived. So whatever, I'm just there to kick it and uh, make some connections and uh, kick it with some old friends. So, yeah, Um, and we're definitely counting down to uh, our next desire trip. This will be the first one in a was since the since the first time we've been out there. Um, this is a, this will only be our second time going. So we're looking forward to that. This is actually your quote unquote push present for having the baby. Yes. But I get a little bit of action on that one. So yes, he gets some he gets some push present yeah, too. I'm pushing. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, this is gonna be awesome. So we're we're uh under two hundred days now, which is a Definitely. celebration. I think we've got about hundred and ninety five days left until we get there at this point. And I can't wait. And I'm and and I'm so ready. I've I got my floating device. Yeah. I didn't have any of that the first time. I got my floating device. I'm ready to go. I got my bathing suits for my vanilla shots. Yeah. I'm getting ready. Uh, well, we enjoyed you guys tonight. Thank you so much for coming in and listening to us in the suite. Yeah, we'd like to thank you all for joining us in the suite. It's been a it's been a blast uh, putting this all together for you. Again, we'd like to thank you for living a sweet life with us. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Feel free to email us any questions, comments, or naughty thoughts at the Sweet Life Podcast at gmail dot com. That is the Sweet Life T H E. S-U-I-T-E-L-I-F-E podcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at the Sweet Life Podcast and on Twitter at Sweet Life Pod. So do you have anything else to say to our lovely guests? Until next time, keep living a sweet life. Bye. <laughs>